Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is Sports Guy David here with my host, Louis Bravo on the Double Dribble Show. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. We have a lot of basketball to talk about today. We have a lot of good news. We have some bad news as well, but I'm looking forward to talking hoops with you. All right, here we go. Let's jump in. And so Team USA loses to France in the World Cup of Basketball, 89 to 79. What are your thoughts? Is that a failure? What is that? You know what? I give a lot of credit to the guys who committed to the Team USA. Unfortunately, not enough superstars uh, actually committed to the team. And, and every other nation brought their, you know, top-tier players. And for that reason, unfortunately, they ended up losing 89-79 uh, to, to France. So in order for them to get to a point where they're going to be able to contend and actually be champions or win stuff, they have to have the superstars join. So I, I, I noticed uh, that Steph Curry said that the next, uh, I guess the next tournament they have, that he wants to be part of Team USA. So that's going to help out a whole lot. So once more superstars start joining, then um, Team USA will be back, you know, to being the champions and being like the, the, uh, the champions of basketball, which are known for for such a long time. What do you think? Do you think it was a failure for them? To lose um, well, based off the players they had, here's a couple: Harrison Barnes, um, John Brown, uh, Joe Harris, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Don- Donovan Mitchell, probably the biggest star out of one of the biggest stars: Mason Pumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, um, Mark, uh, Miles Turner. Kimball Walker and Derek White. So when you when I say that team to you, you don't really see a, you see maybe Don maybe Dominic Mitchell and Kimball Walker, but it's not. I don't think it is for guys compared to the rest of the nation nationwide teams. Um, they put up a good fight though, but um, I'm not too surprised on the players they were with. And um, and you ask why why haven't more stars played? Um, I remember the risk of injury. I remember. I think on the last one, there was a risk of uh, catching the disease at the time. I remember there was a lot of traveling and there's a disease out there. I forgot what was it. I think the, the, the biggest thing is that, you know, they play a full season. You know, some of them go to the playoffs. And so they start, you know, basketball starts in October, but some of them are working out even prior to that. And then it ends in like June with the NBA finals. So they just want to rest. They want to take some time off for them to be able to recoup, you know, their injuries or whatever it may be. But ultimately, um, I felt like this team should have at least made it to the semifinals or the championship game and the loss in the quarterfinals. So from my perspective, it was a failure. That's what it was. Yeah, I agree with you. It was based off the players they had. And I believe um, uh, PG-13 got injured in the, the World Cup of Basketball, if I'm not too mistaken. Was it was it that? Um, Paul George didn't get injured in this uh, in this tournament a couple years ago? It was for the Olympics. That's where he got injured, where he oh. ended up messing up his, uh, his, his uh, yes, exactly. So that's what ended up happening. With and that. that I think that's what's scaring a lot of superstars from playing it's scary injuries like that, and just putting those miles on your body. You know, like you said, they're playing regular season, and then they play the playoffs, and then they go overseas, and you know that's too much for a body to handle. So uh, most of these guys are young guys. I mean, Brooke Lopez still still one of the oldest in the group probably there. But they're all still young guys, so they want to experience it. So um, if, if some more vet, some superstar vets come into the picture, I could see them winning. Exactly. That's what, that's what I see. That's what I foresee for them. But it was, a, in my eyes, it was a failure. Um, and so what do you think? Do you think it was a failure in there? You said no, but um, now that we, you know, broke it down. Yeah. Um, I, think it, I think it was for that reason. Yeah, I think it was. Based off the players they had, I think that is not enough to make it. But um, I, I'm no 
I'm not discrediting them. They're great players. It's just other nations had better players. Exactly. And then Spain ended up winning the championship, which is not a really a big surprise. Spain is always a contender. Uh, they didn't win in the championship. And Ricky Rubio won the MVP of all people. You know, Ricky Rubio came into the league with this potential of him being like this star point guard. And and for a while, it looks like he didn't live to it, live up to his expectation. But for whatever reason, whenever he played for the national team, he always stood out, you know. And so now you're getting to see, I guess, full potential Ricky Rubio winning the MVP. So it looks like he's going to – it's a good way for him to start off the season. So that's going to be good for him, you know. Yeah, I, I love Ricky Rubio. A lot of people were giving him shade. Um, I believe he signed with the Phoenix Suns. Um, if I'm not too mistaken, I think he signed with the Phoenix Suns this year. But when he was with the Jazz and the Timberwolves, his passing skills alone is just remarkable. And now with him matched up with Devin Booker, some veteran, some veteran talent there. Um, I think the Suns are going to move up a little bit, not too much, because their team is is pretty sorry. But um, I like Ricky Rubio. Marcus Saul was also on that team, and um, I'm really I'm I really like the Spain team. The Spain really Spain team came out and played, and they they obviously won eight and zero. One of the I think one of the three nations to ever do that including usa to go undefeated exactly so now we're going to say well for the now that you're speaking about the suns and the nba we're going to switch we're going to switch over to the nba which is the lakers why the lakers well the lakers were actually granted a 1.75 million dollar disabled player exception what does that mean so basically after boogie cousins got his season ending acl injury the lakers applied for this player exception and so it was granted by the NBA. So now they have a list of players who they can possibly get. And that list of players includes either Kenneth Reed, Carmelo Anthony, Jamal Crawford, or even J.R. Smith. There's been a couple of people that have uh, denounced Carmelo Anthony because they feel like he needs the ball. But with LeBron James here in L.A., I think maybe he'd probably be a good fit with them. You know, maybe he's the one that we can get with that player exception. And so um, out of that list, like, who would you pick? Like, who, who would you want to be part of the Lakers? Um, okay, first of all, as a generalization, like a, the fans, I bet the fans want Carmelo. Let me go with the fans, what I think the fans want. I think it's Carmelo. I mean, he said multiple times when D-Wade had his farewell trip, He's like, I want something like that. And, and it, it sucks because Carmelo Anthony got so much hate. And I, the Carmelo Anthony I remember is the Denver Nugget Carmelo Anthony. That dude was a rock star. And I think his path just went – when he went to the Knicks, it, all that money. And had, his career took a step back. And um, he had some moments too as well. But I think the, the fans want Carmelo Anthony, him, LeBron. Maybe LeBron could guide him into uh, – great ending of a career and Carmelo said he said a lot of people I'm uh, not quoting him but he was saying something along the lines of he doesn't need a start he'll come off the bench he just wants the ball and this maybe this is opportunity he could get the vet minimum of 1.75 I mean Joe Johnson just signed a contract with the Detroit Pistons. If, if John Johnson who retired and won the big three MVP game winner in the championship could could play I think Carmelo deserves a shot I really I, think I agree with you on that point. And I think having LeBron here in LA would be a perfect ending for his career, especially if they win a championship. So I'm all for Carmelo Anthony. It would be awesome. If you a couple of years ago, if you would have told me that we would have had LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Avery Bradley, I would have told you yes and yes. That's yeah. the team that I want. Bring them on. And so now I think, you know, as Laker fans, we're a little bit spoiled, but I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. With that money, let's see who we bring in. And so but, I'm but, looking forward to it. 
I, I, I think Carmelo, I think the fan base want Carmelo, but I want Kenneth Fareed, the manimal. I, remember, I believe that's his nickname. He was also a Denver Nugget. I liked him when he was a Denver yeah. Nugget. He's aggressive. He gets boards. He averages 11.4 points per game and 8.1 rebounds. I, I like, every time I play, oh, yeah. every yeah, time I play 2K, I always get Kenneth Fareed. This dude is a lightning rod on the fast break. I think him and LeBron is a great matchup. He could fill in for those big guys, you know, Anthony Davis. I, I, he's a great power forward as well. I, I like Kenneth Fareed in this on that list. Part. Yeah. I actually like him too. So that's a nice little foul back option. He played great last year for the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Uh, there was a game where he played against the Lakers and he was just like out hustling everybody. So yes, I agree on that portion of it. I br- I believe whoever they bring in, is going to be a plus for them. You know, they, they're, they have a, they have a deep bench. They have people who can interchange, you know, they have like somebody like Caldwell Pope and then they have like every Bradley and they have Quinn cook and they have Danny green, LeBron James. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. Whoever they bring in. So um, let's see if they bring in Carmelo or Kenneth Fareed or somebody I even, else. I even like Jamal Crawford. I mean, that dude, talk about I, – I, I'm a little older than these youngins that, who think Kyrie Irving had the best handles. But if you look back on Jamal Crawford's tape, this dude has some crazy handles. He's, he's skinnier than a skeleton, and he just somehow gets shots up, finesses his way, and his passing also is great, even, even in his, uh, I believe, 14th year. I like Jamal Crawford, too, six man. He's a traveling man. He's been in a lot of teams. I think he could end his career as a Laker. That would be really cool because um, he was also a Clipper at one point. So if he ends his career yeah. as a Laker, I mean, I like Jamal Crawford. Out of, I like Fareed and Kamal, Jamal Crawford. I believe he could play on the minimum. I think he played for a lot less on a lot of other teams. And um, with LeBron James there, I mean, that would be cool to see Jamal Crawford. I'll get exactly. that jersey. And I, you know what's funny? I have a story about Jamal Crawford. I ended up finding out well, – I'm not sure if he's changed it, but a couple of years ago – um, they would ask him, like, what does he do to improve on his game? And all he does is play pickup basketball. He doesn't go shooting 100 shots. He doesn't go do 100 layups. He just plays pickup basketball, and that's just a baller right there, you know? Yeah. Somebody who just goes and plays pickup basketball, that's how he works on his game. So without a doubt, I'm telling you, anybody they bring in is going to be a big plus. And so it's interesting that we're talking about the Lakers. We can't leave the Clippers out. And yep. so obviously um, I ended up tagging you on Instagram. But long story short, Clipper Darrow had made a post about um, how the Clippers are going to be champions this year. And I commented, I was the first person to comment. I'm like, nope, the Lakers are coming for you, Clipper Darrow. They're going to win the championship. And he trash talked me back. So ever since then, Clipper Darrow, shout out to Clipper Darrow and the Clippers. I got nothing but love for you. We're going to cover him for the whole season. He's been looking at our stuff on the Double Dribble Show on Instagram. So if you go on Instagram, you go to Double Dribble Show, literally how it's spelled out. Um, Clipper Darrow is always looking at our stuff, and that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool because he's a big part of the L.A. culture, and we're going to encounter him a whole lot. And so, you know, friendly trash talk, you know, goes a long way, <laughs> for this, especially for this battle of L.A. So, uh, And that is just one trash talk of many trash talk that's going to come this season. As you guys know, I am I am a Laker fan. I mean, people keep on forgetting I'm a Laker fan. My dad will kill me if, if he hears this. I'm pretty sure he is. But um, I'm going for the Clips this year, and, and I think me and Louie are going to have a good exchange all season long. I'm going for Clips. He's going for Lakers. So I think it's going to be a fun little rival. I, I picked the Clippers because, one, I, I think they really do have a chance, and, two, it's going to be fun to go up against Mr. Bravo here with the Laker and Clipper. I'm representing the Clippers. He's representing the Lakers, but that was awesome. Clipper Daryl, one of the – well, when you think of super fans, Lakers, there's a lot of super fan celebrities, but you don't really see, like – 
Clipper. You don't see a Laker Daryl. You know, there's a Clipper Daryl. When you think of Lakers, you don't just... see a Laker Daryl. You're right on that. I think you see like, like Snoop biggest... Dogg. You see all those celebrities, yeah. but you don't I see think a Jack Clipper Daryl. I think Jack Nicholson is the closest. Guy. Yeah. yeah, it's our guy. He's always there. He's always having a great time. He can never do no wrong in my book. You know, he was a he played the Joker, one of the best characters of all time. So <laughs> there's no hate on my part. But yes, you know, it's Los Angeles. So even although I'm a Laker fan. I, I still want Los Angeles to succeed. So if, if it's not the Lakers, I do want the Clippers to win. We're going to be covering the whole season. Nothing but love for Clipper Darrow. Nothing but love for all you Clipper fans. We're going to be covering them, like I said, the whole season. So that's going to be pretty cool. And uh, just switching topics about LA. You know, we're the city of champions. You know, the Dodgers, the Lakers. And so we're actually talking about the Sparks. The Sparks right now are in the playoffs. They're down 1-0 to the Connecticut Sun. They played later on today. Today's Thursday. They played later on today. They're down 1-0. But I foresee that series going to game five. I foresee that the uh, Sparks winning their two home games at home, pushing for a game five, and it's winner take all after that. So good luck to the Sparks. Um, and, and, and so hopefully they come back with that W and they make the championship, you know? Yeah, um, the Suns, um, yeah, the Connecticut Suns, I think who the, the, the Sparks should cover. I mean, in game one, Alyssa Thomas scored 22, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Jasmine Thomas, I believe in no relation, um, 19 points, 0 assists, and 9, or 0 rebounds and 9 assists. I think they need to stop stop them if that's their biggest obstacle. But when it comes to the Suns, I think they got to utilize they're they're big women. Uh, that sounds weird. I was gonna say big men, but I was trying to fit women. That sounds weird. Ka- uh, uh, Kawali, uh, babyface killer Brown. She only she only played one game in this in the playoffs so far, and she only got six points. I know she has health concerns all year, but I think they got to utilize their uh, their sixes. Their centers and power forwards. So, yeah, yeah, it says power forwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't translate. It doesn't translate. Yeah, I was gonna say they're big men, but they're women. You know, but um. They, Candace Parker's doing her thing. Um, Ogumake, did I get it right? Yes. I oh, I got it right. I got it right for the first time without <laughs> stopping. Um, they're doing their thing. I think those players are going to get in sync. Their bench has to come through as well. Um, not just the starters. The bench has to come through when, when called upon. Exactly. You know what? The Sparks haven't been really great on the road. I hope that they can win today. I'm, yeah, I'm they sure. still won. They're, they're at the Suns? They're at the Suns. At Connecticut, yeah. So hopefully they still won there yeah there's a there's a best of five series my thing is that even if they go down 2-0 i know that the sparks have been so great at home they won 16 games in a row that they're able to win two games at home and push for a game five so that's the worst case awesome. scenario so let's see how that goes to see how that plays out you know i'll be rooting for the sparks i'll be there when they're in town i'll be covering that game but other than that um that's about it for today so i hope everybody's representing i hope everybody's ready for the nba season we're going to bring to you a lot of hot topics a lot of uh, trash talking back and forth, like uh, David, the sports guy, said. <laughs> and so it doesn't stop there. We actually also have a football segment that we that, that David does. So I don't know if you want to talk about that real quick, David. I do three shows a week. Believe it or not, I do my Monday Charge Up Charger podcast with my co-host, Lucas Reyes. Wednesday, I do Winging and Wing Wednesday. Um, definitely check that out. It's really cool. I eat hot wings really nasty while answering nasty questions. And Friday, tomorrow, I'll be doing my Thank God is Fantasy Football Friday podcast with my co-host Lucas Reyes and Sunday I'll be at the Charger game tailgate getting interviews and eating good food and drinking good beer there you go that's how it's supposed to be done that's what Sundays were made of my name is uh, <laughs> Mr. Louis Robo for the Double Dribble show 
And so I got my obviously co-host, Sports Guy David, who's a hustler of all hustlers right thank now. Thank you, thank He's you. Doing a whole lot. Uh, shout out to the whole Fantasy Sportscape team, uh, Mr. Louis Bravo, Sports Guy David, and over and out. Later.